fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Do you believe it's Friday already? Holy cow, it's flown right on by this week. We have so much to get to today. We have so many audio clips for you, so many things to talk about. We have the end of, I don't really care, the Smollett case doesn't really bother me. It just shows that people like to try to play the victim to create issues that aren't really there, so I find that comical. We have the Omicron variant in California, where now, according to the health officials, the Omicron variant in California was actually in California weeks before they actually saw the first case and started seeing symptoms from individuals. We have the Pentagon considering booster mandates for everybody. That's cute. We'll see how well that goes. Uh, New York still trying to advocate for their mandated vaccine cards for any private company in the city of New York. And holy cow, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Welcome into the program. It is a Friday broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming in, podcasting. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. We'll get into all that here in a second. We also have some clips from Joe Biden himself. He was in Kansas City. I didn't get to it yesterday, so we'll try and play that today. He was in Kansas City two days ago and made a fool of himself like usual. We had Sharice Davids, Congresswoman from here in Kansas, a crazy left-wing progressive that tried to speak with him and tried to run with the whole Build Back Better plan. So we'll get to all that in just a little bit. We also have some fun goodies to send you off into the weekend with as well. But before we do all that, let's get into our What's Trending for the Day and talk with our latest guest. Super excited to have him on the program. What's trending today? So as you know, obviously school, teaching, the youth of America is kind of the important focus. And I, I swear, I know this is going to be the big topical focal point for many politicians going into the midterm elections next year is the public education system. The curriculum on what we're teaching, are we teaching critical race theory? Are we teaching the, uh, what is it, the, the new math crap that they're doing? Uh, are we teaching younger children? Are we teaching them about identity politics? Are we trying to teach about playing victimiz- uh, victimization? What are we doing in our public schools and how much say as parents, as moms, as dad, do we actually have? I got to admit, I am really grateful for the fact that my seven-year-old daughter is in a smaller school to where we don't get a whole lot of that. But obviously, being here in the Wichita area, it's here, and it's bleeding through even in the Plains States and the Middle America, the flyover country that we have here. It's everywhere now. How do we fight it? How do we battle it? And what can we do to try and use us as the parents as a leverage to actually educate our children the proper way and fight back on some of this garbage. So super excited to have on the program with us here. It's been long and coming. He is the author of his new book, Penguinville. Come find yourself. Excited to have on here Joe Palmisano with us here. Joe, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Andy. How are you? I am living the dream. I appreciate you coming on the program. <laughs> uh, it is so good to hear the fact that people are focusing on children's books to send a good message. We sign up for these different uh, different things where, you know, they send in the mail, you know, a monthly book to the children. And my daughter's learning to read. And there are some that are okay, whatever. They're kids' books. They do what they do. But there are also some 
that really I, I it's very evident to me as a parent and someone with a political lens on every day where they're really trying to steer kids in a weird direction, and it's a little disturbing to me. Well, it really is. And if you look at the now the U.N. mandate that they're trying to put together where the entire world, uh, every school system has to teach maybe has to include four different things and and it includes global warming it includes uh uh equality it includes uh all the different things that they're trying to do and, and we've lost sight of who our kids are we don't want kids to have fun anymore we don't want them to grow up we don't want them to to experience pain and experience that part of growth that's important. Yeah. And 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 so what has happened is we've gotten to a point where we want to start indoctrinating our kids instead of teaching them you know reading and writing and and math and the things that are important for them to succeed in life, we want to start teaching them our agenda, putting our <laughs> adult agendas onto them at five, six, seven, eight years old. It's ridiculous. That's the age that they're starting now is five, six, seven. I mean, we're literally starting at preschool, kindergarten age now, it sounds like. It, it is. And, and, and you know, it's funny because the, the book you mentioned, you know, the book that I wrote, Penguinville, Confine Yourself, I wrote this book actually about 25, 30 years ago for my son, who at that time was about seven or eight years old. And Andy, I wanted him to understand that who he was was much deeper than his skin, his hair, his clothing, what type of shoes he was wearing, that he himself was much deeper than that. And and it it took it became more relevant today than it was then because when I wrote it, there was no big social media, there was nothing going on like that. And and now today it is so much more relevant, and that's why people came to me and said, "You've got to put this into a book," and we did. And uh, you know, I, I wanted kids to understand that who they are is not their surface, their mask, their whatever they're wearing, or how they compare on social media to someone who is airbrushed, who someone who who is just disguising who they really are. I wanted them to understand they're deeper than that. Well, exactly. I mean, the fact that it drives me nuts, I hate identity politics, absolutely despise it. The fact that we focus so much attention on either skin color or heritage or religion or sexual orientation mm. or gender, I, I, I just don't care. It's all about going back to the Martin Luther King style, you know, based on one based on their character. If you're a jerk to me, I'll be a jerk yes. to you and so on and so forth. Uh, it, it makes no difference about identity politics. And my daughter's growing up a little bit different. I grew up in the country. I, I grew up on a farm. I mean, her growing up, her first few years of school here has been in a larger city of Wichita, which is a top, you know, top 50 population size in the country, which is hard to believe for me. But she grew up and there's nothing wrong with that. But she's been open to a lot other ideas. And she has friends that are black and friends that are Hispanic. And to a child's mind, it doesn't make any difference. They don't see that stuff. They see another friend yeah. to go and play with, and then we're putting in their head, hey, we're so superficial that you have to look at their skin color and do things differently when you're around them because of their skin color, and I think it confuses children. It, it, it does. It, it not only confuses them, because they, they, it, it causes 
uh, a frustration, an internal frustration, because here's what we do. We don't, I grew up, I'm a, I'm a child of the 50s and 60s. All right. I, I graduated from Iowa State University. I played football there. I was around guys that came from all different backgrounds in the country, Miami and the farms of Iowa and, and Nebraska and different places all thrown together. I, I grew up at a time where you didn't categorize people. You didn't categorize people by color of skin. You didn't categorize. I mean, obviously it was there. Let's not play games and say, well, I didn't know people were black or I didn't know they were this or I didn't know they were Protestant. Right? You know, we knew those things, but it didn't matter. Right. We looked after each other. We cared about each other. We didn't judge people. We like now it's much easier to put people in a box, to put them in a category, to put a label on them, and then it's so easy then to judge them and to come to a conclusion without having to go through the discomfort and the and the uh, uncomfortableness of getting to know that person as an individual person. We want to take the easy route nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like the short, sweet, and simple immediate gratification. I think that's done us more harm than it has good in many aspects. We're talking with Joel Palmisano, author of the book Penguinville, Come Find Yourself. These identity politics, obviously, the divide and conquer, it's been going on for a long time from the mm-hmm. progressive mindset. And now that it's reaching down into the younger generations as parents, as moms, as dads, the ones that are taking their kids, they're picking them up right now from school, you know, for the week and, and taking them to sporting events and going out to dinner and just trying to go home to do homework. What can we do to battle some of this? Because obviously now, I mean, at least here in Kansas, where I'm at with my flagship station, the biggest issue, which is very strange to me and I don't get it, has been the uh, third gender or other gendered bathrooms and how we need to accept different bathrooms for gendered individuals, which, again, I'm confused because I don't know how this works. Well, and how do you address people anymore? It's crazy. You know what I would tell kids? I would tell kids, you know what? Be you. You there. There are males and females. There are people of different skin color. There are people of different religions. There are people who disagree and agree. Let's face it. The, the this is all ultimately designed by people who want to maintain power. And what's the best way to maintain power? Maintain wealth. Maintain these things. And I'm not saying those things are in, inherently bad. But when you have to keep us divided so that we don't become unified and find out what you're really doing behind the scenes, then you have a problem. And that's what's going on. And then adults start taking that to children. Um, We are more divided now than we've ever been. And the idea behind this is, if it were me, and I raised my son this way, you be you. You find out who you are, and you be you, and and don't worry about, we can't worry about offending people. Andy, I did a talk radio show for 15 years here in Canton, Ohio. Mm. I was on the air for 15 years, and I, I was absolutely uh, open, raw, just like you. I said what was on my mind. I said what was the truth. And um, 
you know, it, it was it was just something that needed to be done, and it was the number one show in Northeastern Ohio for a time slot. Sure, uh, and not be and not because I'm good at it. I'm not that good at it, but I didn't care. It was like if you fire me, I don't care. Right. I'm just going to be me, and I'm going to tell people the truth. Well, and especially and, on and radio and in the media, people. Oh, well, yeah, people can tell if you're authentic in, in the media on radio and on TV, uh, and even in writing. And when it comes to newspapers and stuff, people can tell if you're authentic or if you're trying to put on a show yeah. just to try and prove a point. And obviously, you did a great job of that. And now that you say it, Joe, I have to. I grew up near the Toledo areas where I grew up for most of my. Uh, elementary, middle school, and, and college times. I went to Bowling Green State University. I now think that I see I think I remember hearing your voice and hearing your name and hearing you on the radio back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, you know, I did it, again, I did it for 15 years, and I was, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know, I just, I pulled it off. Uh, I was just, I was just raw. I was just real. I just had fun with it. Yeah. And, uh, but, but the whole premise was I was taking this whole experience of growing up in the fifties and sixties where we actually sat on porches, uh, where we actually got to know people, where people, where our homes were all open and people would go, uh, you know, you could go in somebody else's house where the neighbors disciplined the neighbor kids as if they were their parents. Exactly. You know, I went, I went to a school like down home. in Akron, Ohio. I tell you what, Joe, we got to yeah. take, take a hard break here. Can you stick over one more segment with us? Oh, sure. Uh, I don't mind. Yeah, fantastic. Right. Hang tight. It's Joe Palmisano, author of the book Penguinville. Come find yourself. You can find it on Amazon, other places where you can buy books. Perfect stocking stuffer. Great book for the kids going into Christmas. Hint, hint, wink, wink. We'll continue this when we come back. It's The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show don't worry about it there's plenty of ways to catch the program and here's how you can do it first make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station we're here for you second subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites youtube and itunes spotify and google play tune in podbean and more have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device last visit our website at hoosierreason.com you can listen to the podcast 
Catch our special features and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Hanging out with Joe Palmisano. Got another segment with him. He's author of the new book, Penguin Bill, Come Find Yourself. Great way to get your children involved, to have a discussion, and to learn how to think, not to learn what to think. I know it's a crazy concept for the public education system today, but hey, we got to start somewhere, right? So let them start reading and thinking about it. Think a little bit deeper, unveiling those layers of the onion, which is what we're all about here on the program. Joe, I got to play this audio clip for you. Uh, I know that Bill Nye, the science guy, has gone crazy, progressive, very uh, agenda-driven with some of his stuff as well. I don't know if you saw this or not. About a year or two ago, did you see him come out with the little cartoon about the ice cream on how the sexual diversity for children. And he made a little cartoon about it from ice cream. Did you see this? No, yeah. no. So here's a little clip of what he made on his Bill Nye, the science guy reemergence that he tried to do a few years ago. But there are lots of flavors to sexuality. And as vanilla, I feel that I am the most natural of the ice creams. And therefore the rest of you should just go ahead and also be vanilla. It's the one true flavor. I just think if you want to get right with the big ice cream in the sky, change your flavor by wishing to be vanilla. What if the big ice cream in the sky is chocolate? Blasphemy. Everyone should pretend to be vanilla until they no longer have the urge not to be vanilla. All right, so there's a lot more to that, but apparently, I don't know what he's trying to say there, except for maybe like evil white people that were straight or like the horrible people in the world trying to brainwash others but this is a child's cartoon from the kids scientist on tv trying to brainwash us that's a little disturbing don't you think yeah what happened to the day when uh the the show the science show was asked mr wizard and you basically <laughs> what boiling point is water and how does a magnet work and and things that are really important in life rather than confusing i get so frustrated our world Andy and and you know I'm a man of faith and and I, I I believe that that our world is completely upside down and and what the tr- what is the truth has been turned into a lie what's a lie is now the truth in people's minds and we've so mixed things up in kids' heads and then we wonder why teen suicides are as high as they are. We wonder why kids aren't as happy as they used to be. We wonder why there's fights now in school. You know, I talked to a lady at, at Ames, who has her daughter going to Ames, Iowa High School. And, and in the day when I was at Iowa State University, Ames was a quiet little country school. Now she's worried because kids are getting in fights every day. They're, they're, and they're they're doing things that they never did before. I went to a junior high that was half and half, black and white. Sure. And there were very few problems in it. We played together. We came to each other's homes. We did things. And and now it's, you've got kids so confused that they don't know who they are. They don't know how to address and how to talk. They're afraid to talk to people. They're afraid to do this. And then they go online. 
and it's easier to do it on there. You could throw rocks, you can bully, you could do all the things that you do. And and kids are just, and Bill Nye, you know, people like this, people should say something. They should put these people off the air because yeah. all they're doing is polluting the minds of our children. Yeah, it's pathetic. I don't even know if the show's going on anymore. I know Bill Knight tried to do his resurgence a few years ago, and he did this show, and then I haven't heard anything since, so I don't know if he's still doing it or not. Brother, we're out of time. It's Joe Palmasano, Penguinville. Come find yourself. Go find it on Amazon, other places where you can get books. A great way to get your children thinking. Maybe a great Christmas gift as well. Joe, I really appreciate the time, my friend. we got to get you back on again soon. That'd be great, Andy. I'd love to do it, and God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody, all your listeners. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, and God bless you. We appreciate that very much and all the time you gave us. We'll get you back on in, again here real soon. Let's take a break. Bottom of the hour news when we come back. we got lots more to get to. We have Joe Biden here in the Kansas City area. We have the progressives just doing their thing. We'll touch on all that when we come back. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Today on a Friday, halfway through the program already goes by way too fast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. So it's funny. There's certain triggers where you start thinking about certain things. I I never been to Cleveland on the western part of the state where Joe Palmasano was. And thanks again for him coming on the program. Never been that far east. Always wanted to go to Cleveland. Always wanted to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame out there. Never was able to make it. I'll make it one of these days. We'll get back out there and do my thing. But I had a lot of friends in college who grew up in the Cleveland area, and that's where they grew up. That's where their families were. That's where a lot of them still are. So I messaged a couple of them during the break and said, hey, do you know this guy, Joe Palmasano? Do you used to listen to his radio show? And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we listen to him. I'm telling you, I knew the name sounded familiar. Just never put two and two together. Crazy times, right? It's funny how small world, small world indeed. Welcome back into the show. There's a lot I want to get to in this last half hour. I want to keep it somewhat light, but at the same time, there's some nutso stuff going on. And while they try to pull the wool over your eyes, we're smarter than that. We recognize what's going on and we're not going to let it happen any longer in our latest in What's Trending. What's trending today? Which, by the way, first and foremost, I don't know if you're aware or not, but President Joe Biden is going to appear for the first time on a late night TV appearance as President of the United States. (laughs) I don't really want to watch, but I kind of want to watch. 
I mean, this guy can't hold him hold his own for very long. They got to jack him up on steroids and everything. Now I know they record it during the day. It's not like it's actually a late night TV that's live. So that of course he's going to be in bed at that time. He wouldn't be able to actually sustain and actually do that at ten, eleven o'clock at night Eastern time because he's snoozing by then. But they got to jack him up on the steroids. Here's the kicker. He's not doing it live at the TV set. He's doing it via video stream, which makes sense because, number one, he can't make it to a trip out to California because that would be a really, really long flight for him and he wouldn't be able to sustain himself. Number two, he wouldn't know what to talk about on live TV because then he wouldn't have any cue points being told him in the background. So the fact that he's doing a video stream makes all the sense in the world. He can have his teleprompter. He wouldn't even know it. It's going to be all be scripted. You know, it's going on Jimmy Fallon with The Tonight Show on NBC. I don't know when. Don't know what day it's actually going to happen. But I find that entertaining that he's going to be on a late night talk show trying to reach out to the masses. Now, he's been on his tour for the whole Build Back Better plan because this is his legacy is the Build Back Better plan. This is all he has. This is a year into his administration now. He has done zilts, zero, nada, except for the COVID-19 relief, which has failed miserably, created massive inflation, and then passed an infrastructure bill. The only piece of legislation that has actually passed from Congress and signed by him has been the infrastructure package just a month or so ago. So this is his big legacy, his Build Back Better plan, trying to get the economy going, rebuilding like every building in the nation, rebuilding all the infrastructure in the country, and then trying to pass this massive expansion of social programs. That is going to be what is legacy for him. So he's desperate to make it happen. And unfortunately, I think it probably will happen because the Democrats still run Congress right now for the most part. And outside of the couple holdouts in the Senate, like Joe Manchin is one, that they're going to find a way to get him some few pet projects, lower the price just a little bit, and then make it just move forward. And uh, Manchin's going to pass it and everything will just go towards Joe Biden. The Democrats will not let... The legacy of Joe Biden, the man that beat the evil, terrible, horrible Donald Trump in the nation. They will not let him fail with his legacy. Because what legacy does he have? We had Donald Trump that had the legacy of focusing on immigration and getting the economy back going again. Biden obviously can't do that. We had Barack Obama's legacy with Obamacare and the DREAM Act and DACA. That was his legacy. That's what we, when we think of Barack Obama, that's what most people actually think of. Some think of like getting rid of bin Laden, you know, which he did, kind of, but he did. But that's not really his legacy. His legacy is Obamacare. In the George Bush time, it was national security and it was the war, uh, popular or unpopular. When you think of George Bush, that's his legacy. That's what you went for. When you think of Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton, you think of Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> See? There it is. Thank you very much for that the delayed reaction on there, but appreciate that. So we we had Bill Clinton with the legacy of Monica Lewinsky. What is Joe Biden's legacy actually going to be? They need it to be this because he can't do economy because the economy sucks right now. No matter what the pundits try to say like we played yesterday. To me, we have the strongest economy perhaps I have ever seen. See that number this morning, that unemployment number? Yeah, yeah, okay, I can't play the whole thing again because it's just stupid. It makes my head hurt trying to comprehend what he actually said. The greatest economic recovery in U.S. history that he's ever seen. That's stupid. We just went, another headline today, 6.8% inflation in the month of November. The fastest growing inflation rate since 1982. We're seeing the inflation climb in the country, and they're trying to say it's good. They're trying to polish the you-know-what trying to make it look as purdy as you possibly can, and it's just not working, and the media, the people are catching on. The media is just 
that this is going to be their dying hill. When they get the words from the DNC, hey, make Joe Biden look good, this is the only thing they have to do. Oh, the economy, the spending, the inflation, the supply issues, the supply chain issues, the, uh, the, the, the holiday issues, the vaccinations for the private sector that's going to destroy a lot of businesses. We're going to try and polish this turd and make it look as possibly nice as we can. Because that's all we have. We can't do anything else. He botched immigration right off the bat. He's botched the whole recovery from COVID on eliminating and eradicating COVID like they said they were going to do. They thought it was going to be all nice and easy because Donald Trump botched it. It was a terrible way to handle it. We're just going to come in. It's going to be a couple of months. We do these vaccines, going to get everybody on track. And great, we're going to open up and save the country from COVID-19. And he wasn't able to do it. And we're still battling it almost a year into his administration. This is his legacy, which is why he's trying so hard to do it. So he's going on Jimmy Fallon. He's doing his tour all over the country. And by that, I mean he's like going once or twice a week to go fly around, sleep on the uh, plane, go out there, get jacked up on steroids, say a few things, botch the few things that he says, and then fly back to Washington, D.C. Because (laughs) that's where he's at right now. So two days ago, and I wanted to get this yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to do so. We ran out of time. But he was in Kansas City, just about three hours north of where I'm at here in the Wichita, Kansas area right now. He was up there, and I think it was a little um, not respectable. But again, this is politics, so this is what you do. For those that know, Bob Dole passed away just a few days ago, earlier this week or late last week. Bob Dole, he was from Kansas. He was in his 90s, and he passed away. And all the politicians are giving their condolences to Bob Dole. So Joe Biden thought it was a great idea to come to Kansas to give his respects to Bob Dole while promoting his Build Back Better plan. Whether it was already on the schedule or it wasn't, I don't know. But while he came here, he tried to give his respects to Bob Dole, saying, well, uh, you know, I didn't always agree with his politics, but I respected him, yada, yada. By the way, here's my socialist plan. Please support it. And this is what he had to say. The Kane Roads cost Missouri and Kansas drivers more than $500 per person <laughs> per year. Okay. First and foremost, for those that don't know in the Mid-America region, Missouri, uh, there are some in Missouri that say Missouri. Because that's their lingo. That's what they say in Missouri. I'm pretty sure Joe Biden is not from Missouri. I don't know where the lingo came from, where the dialect came from. It's kind of like Hillary Clinton doing her thing. What was that? Uh, what was it a while ago? I don't oh. feel no ways tired. <laughs> I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't think those training courses from the DNC on how to relate to your constituents are working. That was Hillary Clinton during the primaries against Barack Obama in 2008 or 2006, whatever that was, uh, when they did their nice little thing. And she was trying to appeal to the black vote. That was coming out of some uh, some church in Detroit to a black community. Well done on that one. Your training to relate to your constituents is working terribly. And Joe Biden tried the exact same thing in Kansas and Missouri. The Kane Roads. Cost Missouri. <laughs> ah, I love it. By the way, the open up the speech was Sharice Davids, Congresswoman from the 3rd District right here in Kansas. For those that don't know, that are across the rest of the country, because obviously we air in other places than just Kansas, uh, Sharice Davids, she's on the western portion near the Kansas City area. Uh, she's a crazy left progressive, although she's done very good, and i got to give her respect for this. She has kept her head down because she is part of the AOC squad, 
but she's the fifth person that's just on the outskirts of the AOC squad. She's friends with AOC. She goes along with AOC. She campaigns with AOC. But she keeps her head low because she's in a very purple district there. And if she openly went so far to the left as she could like this, she would lose horribly in a red state like Kansas. So she's kept her head down. She's played it very smart, but she is part of that radical left nutsos. And she won because she's Native American, she's gay, and she's a boxer. So she got the whole like identity politics thing going, and she rocks it on that front for the progressives. And she, But again, she's kept her head low. She's tried to play it calm and nice in her district. She's tried to play middle of the road, but we know she's not. But she introduced Joe Biden up on stage in Kansas City, and she, of course, started to expose herself just a little it's bit. It's time to stop just kind of repairing our grandparents' infrastructure. It's time to start innovating. It's time to start championing innovations that are going to make a great economy for our future generations, for our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. I, of course, have to bring up fellow Kansas. Which, by the way, if it sounds a little funky, it's because she's wearing a mask all by herself at the podium. Again, this is kind of the mentality that they're in. They had uh, one person off to the side a little bit that introduced her. She went up and started. She's wearing a mask while she's at the podium speaking to this crowd in Kansas City. It only sounds like there's maybe like 20 or 30 people there, but there's a crowd and they have all the banners, the Build Back Better, whatever. And she's wearing a mask by herself at the podium. This is the level of crazy that we're at right now. President Eisenhower, who knew a thing or two about bringing an economy back by investing in infrastructure. All right. Yeah. Eisenhower. Yeah. Republican Eisenhower that built it for the military, that built the infrastructure highways that we have today to transport military equipment that was primarily for that. Now, back then, the Democrats said that he was a crazy Nazi fascist because how dare he try to expand ways to make the military stronger and more efficient. And now they're trying to say, oh, let's use those socialist programs for the private sector, because why the hell not? Makes all the sense in the world, right? We got lots more coming up, wrapping up the show today for a Friday here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last few minutes here on the show. Thanks for hanging out with us today. By the way, I don't know if it's, I think it's coming out this weekend. If not, it's next weekend. I am super excited about the new movie, The Matrix 4, Matrix Res- uh, Resurrections. Yeah, I don't know about you. I am really excited about that. When The Matrix, when it came out, that was like, what, middle school, high schoolish? I don't remember when it came out but that was growing up man i mean matrix one two three was all right but first two were amazing so i am really excited the fact that uh, keanu reeves is back at it as neo he's got two movies coming out actually he's got the matrix coming out and he's got john wick four coming out in like march or april or may something like that i cannot wait john wick if you've never seen that as well highly recommend it keanu reeves is an amazing dude individually i love supporting him love seeing his movies and i can't wait to see this new movie that's coming out as well because we kind of live in a matrix right now and i think there's a weird glitch in the system it's like the record that kind of gets stuck and it starts repleting over and over and over or it's the cd player that kind of has a scratch on it and it can't figure out what to play because we're in such a loony weird world right now that uh, joe biden's still president of the united states kamala harris is a complete nut as the vp we have the media trying to polish a you know what trying to make it look good right now and not stink and joe biden's out there campaigning and not knowing what the hell he's talking about because while he was in Kansas City just a couple of days ago, this is what he had to say. Speaking of the cost of living, two weeks ago, I announced the largest ever release of the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve to increase the supply of oil to help bring down prices. I met with our friends around the world. Other countries joined us. And those savings. Okay, first, right there, let's remember that when he released all that, that record amount of oil, he released it out of the reserves. He released like 18, what was it, million barrels or something. We use like, uh, no, he released 50 million barrels. We, we use 20 million barrels a day. So he really saved us a day and a half of reserves, wasting our reserves to relieve the market for a day and a half. So thank you, Joe Biden, for that. It's not because the prices are going down right now. You did nothing to the market except for relieve a whole day and a half's worth of our daily reserves for the U.S. on energy usage. I continue. Things are starting to reach drivers now. Today, the average price you're paying here in Kansas City is below Two dollars a gallon, two or three dollars a gallon. It's down to two ninety a gallon. <laughs> below two dollars a gallon. It's a two ninety a gallon. So below two dollars a gallon. It gets better. Twenty percent down from since we're from a month ago. Say what? Didn't quite catch that one. Let's continue, shall we? Nationally, prices are down seven cents a gallon, continuing to fall. We're making progress. We're gonna keep at it to ensure the American people are paying. Their fair share for gas, not being gouged for gas. <laughs> you 
you got to pay your fair share in gas prices. Gas prices are at record highs right now, climbing. They're right around that $3 a gallon. It's below $2 a gallon right now at $2.99 or whatever it is. You got to pay your fair share in gas prices so you're not being gouged by gas prices. Does that make sense? Everybody get that? You need to pay your fair share so you don't get gouged. I know. I know. This is the president of the United States, but it gets better. Look. Look. Yes. Man, we're in a situation where we've known. <laughs> Obviously, he lost track of his teleprompter there. He was trying to quote somebody. Uh, you could hear it, too. You could hear where he's almost about ready to say something about somebody. And then, well, look, you know, the point is, and then he moves on from that. This is the president of the United States right now. He has no clue where he's at. And he's there to try and give his condolences to Bob Dole while he's talking about his Build Back Better plan, releasing oil from the reserves into the market to lower gas prices for a day and a half. It dropped below $3 a gallon. He said it dropped below $2 a gallon, where it's down by 20% or 20 cents, not quite sure which one yet, and that you need to pay your fair share in gas prices so you're not being gouged by gas prices. This is what the media is trying to protect you from because they don't want you to hear this. They want you to hear how the economy is coming back because everything is wonderful. To me, we have the strongest economy perhaps I have ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it's at. Because they have nothing else. The state of desperation. If you're trying to rebuild the entire country because you don't have another legacy to stand on, you can't do it with economic recovery, with eradicating COVID, with fixing the border crisis at the at the southern border. When you have nothing to do, your vague generalized plan is let's just rebuild the entire nation from the ground up because I have nothing specific to actually run on. That shows a sign of desperation. And when you're trying to polish how great you're doing, when the people see it because you have an approval rating of like 25 or 30% right now, People are recognizing you're not that popular and you can't do anything. This is a disaster for Democrats, and it's only going to get worse going into the midterm elections. Does it for us today. Back at it on Monday with a brand new week, getting you closer and closer to the holiday celebration. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.